Wine is science, art, geography, and history, all contained within a bottle. Make the Culinary Stone your go-to for wine shopping, and we'll show you why it transports and transcends. Visit culinarystone.com for more information. And today we're going to talk about dolcetto. Dolcetto. Yeah, we have two dolcettos, and we're going to pair these wines with macaroni and cheese. Homemade mac and cheese. Can't beat that. So the first one uh, we are going to open is actually from Italy. It's been a long week. Are you ready to wind down? Why not? It's time for the Wine Time Fridays podcast with Shelly and Phil. Neither are sommeliers, but both have a deep passion for life, each other, and delicious wine. And now, here to talk about this week over a glass of wine is Shelly and Phil. It's wine time. Welcome back to another episode of Wine Time Fridays, episode 23. And for this episode... We are inside for the first time in a couple months, I think. It is at the time we're recording this, very smoky outside, and it's keeping the temps down. It's just not pleasant, and if we're going to be tasting wine, we don't want to have any influence. We don't want any fume pechonino <laughs> or fume dolcetto. <laughs> yeah, I already had a fume chardonnay last night. Oh, my God. We haven't even rang the so bell. Fume means smoke. Smoke, so. that's right. <laughs> Uh, happy Friday. Happy Friday. Uh, it's wine time. Uh-oh. Look to your right. Ah. <laughs> Yay. Oh, my gosh. So, if we sound weary right now, it's because we know when you'll be listening to this, it will be the culmination of four days of really no sleep, putting on the social media summit, Coeur d'Alene. But, but when you're listening to this, to bring that to people. That's right. Uh, you know, we what? have so many wonderful speakers. Gosh, I was just telling. Oh, I was telling my daughter today, Lindsay. It, I was saying this is the two week sprint. Again, we're recording this about a week and a half before it's published. And I said, "Gosh, I am looking at the speakers. We've got freaking awesome speakers. We do. These speakers are really good." They know what the hell they're talking about, <laughs> unlike me. Uh, we've even been complimented on our speaker list. We've been complimented every year, but this year is going to blow them away. Okay, so real quick, our we're going to start doing reception wines. Uh, we're not going to get too much into it, but we have a reception wine right now, which is a cava, because we're going to risk having Shelly go to sleep. But it is <laughs> to toast up. We could celebrate this week of Social Media Summit Having conclusion, do you want to grab your kava? Having concluded. Having concluded. Having, having concluded. Cheers to that. Yes, you didn't sit. It's really bad luck. Anyway, the funny thing about this kava, and all three of these wines we got down the culinary stone, uh, this kava has a screw cap. Yeah, that's so funny. <laughs> So we're actually doing this episode from our living room because it just, for, to me, well, we have the lights on. It's uh, just kind of feeling like, like fall. fall. And although those are fighting words in this house. Uh, no, fall is okay. It, winter it's is winter is fighting, fighting words. words. 
but um, this we're going to still have some warmer temps coming up, but it just seemed like the right thing. And today we're going to talk about dolcetto. Dolcetto. Yeah, we have two dolcettos, and we're going to pair these wines with macaroni and cheese. Homemade mac and cheese. Can't beat that. So the first one uh, we are going to open is actually from Italy. And do you want to talk a little bit about this while I open the bottle? This is Pettinino. Mm -hmm. It is a 100% dolcetto from Dogliani, which is in Piedmont, Italy. So this wine spends 12 months. This one says, this year says it's been 12 months in stainless steel tanks. So no... No oak. No oak. So. Oh. I guess that's why it will be really good with that macaroni and cheese. Yeah, actually, that's probably not a bad uh, point. Boy, that so came out hard. They say the residual sugar is 3.8, which is pretty high. So I'm going to assume these dolcettos are, are for drinking food specifically. As many of Italian wines are. Oh, yeah, for sure. That's a really good point right there. So this is the Peccinino San Luigi Doliani. Doliani, yep. Uh, 20 bucks down at the Culinary Stone. And it's uh, ruby red. Would you call that ruby red? Yes. You, you can pick up your glass, too. <laughs> It's, uh, you have more than me. That's not nice. I don't think that's true. Put it down. <laughs> no, that's okay. Okay. To, <laughs> to, to health, wealth, and abundance, gratitude, romance, peace on earth, and peace your giggles. Earth. And your kisses. Well, that's pretty good. Well, Does this remind you of a, a Gamay Beaujolais? Uh, a little bit. I I think it's um, you know, we need to when we do a a Beaujolais or a Gamay, whatever, we'll do a something around Thanksgiving because uh, Trevor down at the Culinary Stone says, "Oh, I've got some really good crew Beaujolais for you," and uh, so that'll be exciting. But this has got some depth to it, but it's also light. Very light, yeah. Well, it hasn't been on oak, so. No, so you're going to get more of the fruit, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, pretty good. So let's talk a little bit about this. Uh, I sort of did. <laughs> yeah, so this is what it says on the bottle. The Dolcetto grape is a variety native to Piedmont. In Doliani, the Dolcetto grape has the perfect soil conditions and climate. San Luigi is a product from different vineyards in the area. What happened? It has a slightly almond aftertaste. Yeah, actually, it's interesting you say that because uh, we listened to a little bit of a podcast about Dolcetto just to kind of get ourselves a little better versed, and someone said that it had an almond finish. Really? Yeah, so that's pretty interesting. Uh, the fermentation takes place with natural yeast. The wine is aged in stainless steel tanks for one year. The wine is ruby red. I said that, and I don't even remember reading that. I really don't. You have to trust me. I trust you. I'm going to take another sip the only thing is that this wine is best served at 64 degrees, and it's, it's not, not 64. 
64 in here at all. No, this has been sitting it's, on the kitchen table for a couple of days or whatever. So or it's probably counter. like 72. Yeah, it's probably 70-ish for sure. Uh, the wine is ruby red, fruity, and has good acidity and a slightly almond aftertaste. Oh, you said that. Yeah, you can you, really get that. Yep. The San Luigi Dolcetto is kind of like all that um, sherry we tasted with the hazelnut. Yeah, long we got finish. to find that. I know. We really have to find it out. It was so good. Uh, so often overshadowed by the other big red grapes in Piedmont, which are Nebbiolo and Barbera, uh, these guys are excited to see the Dolcetto at a big retailer like Costco. That's where we're reading this thing from. We didn't see, I haven't seen this at Costco, but uh, anyway, yeah. And so the 2018 Peccinino San Luigi Doli, Doliana, Doliani, Needs a good amount of time to open up, but when it does, it reveals quite a pleasant aroma of cherry, raspberry, plum, and even a little cedar, even though it doesn't see any oak. So I certainly hmm. get the cherry and raspberry. Plum, hmm, interesting. Isn't it interesting? Well, it hasn't really opened up yet, so. All wine that we drink are made from grapes, and no one ever says, this tastes like a red grape to me. <laughs> like anything you've got tar tire rubber like sheep butt <laughs> sheep butt thank you Gary V cat pee there we go cat pee yeah that's not good that is never good uh, then we've got leather chocolate yeah tobacco because Chris had mentioned a couple oh, weeks nice. ago mentioned the uh, the tobacco and it was like wet tobacco versus like dry tobacco right mm -hmm. it's just so interesting all the different nuances of wine yet none of them is of a grape but that's what it's made from every once in a while you taste a wine that tastes like a grape it's usually a white wine it's usually a a Beaujolais Nouveau which tastes like you know no, grape Kool-Aid you say that Kool-Aid <laughs> uh gosh okay so we apologize for the 40-minute uh, episode two weeks ago. And how long will this be? <laughs> uh, this is going to be 20 minutes. We're really going to be good. All right. Hey, so then we better get to the next one. We will. But what we want to talk about real quick is the 23rd episode. We're number 23. You got anybody? Oh, this should be easy for you. No. Really? Number 23. Reggie Bush. No, I thought it was 25. Oh, he, he was 25 at one point, too. Um, right. Number 23. So 25 is how I identify Reggie Bush. And number 5 when he was at USC. I almost said UCLA. No, he was 25 at USC. No, he's number 5. Really? Yep. Mm. Your identification is misleading. But in I'm 2015... Where do we get to episode 67? I'll know who that is. Okay. <laughs> who is, will that be? Who? Ryan? Oh, yeah, that'll be good. Yeah, we'll shout out Ryan Khalil. We can say Ryan Khalil's name here. We can. Yeah, we can do Matt Khalil at 75, too. True. <laughs> We're big football fans here. Hey, 2015, Reggie Bush played for San Francisco, and it was number 23. But that's that's really not the number he's known for. Saints. Him. The Saints. He was 25 with New Orleans, yep. So number 23, Michael Jordan. Have you ever heard of him? No. Yep. <laughs> Michael Jordan, NBA, and LeBron James. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, maybe at the when we publish this, uh, the Lakers will have been eliminated, but I don't think that's going to be the case. Okay. 
Well, I feel like an idiot right now because that's kind of where we're going is Idiot's Grace. Let's open up a bottle of Idiot's Grace. Thanks, Bill, please. I'm not, but I'm gonna need you to um, pass me your glass. And while you're doing that, we're gonna hear from a sponsor. Did you know that there are over 10,000 different grape varieties in the world? Some are still being discovered and identified. To be sure, most are simply genetic mutations or clones of existing grape families, almost all of which have occurred naturally over time. But it hints at the enormity of the world of wine. Don't worry, only about 75 of these are regarded as important grape varieties and only about a third of those are considered to be noble grapes. This is good news because it suggests the truth that once the rudiments or fundamentals of wine are learned, one will possess that foundational knowledge forever and not forget it. It means that a functional and effective grounding for wine knowledge can be obtained fairly quickly and it will serve the learners well for the rest of their lives. To experience wine like this, Book and reserve your Culinary Stone wine tasting classes, which are every Sunday at 2 p.m. right away. Visit culinarystone.com for more information or simply call 208-277-4116 to reserve your spot. All right, welcome back. Uh, We have been doing our best to open this Dolcetto from... Washington, Oregon. It says Columbia Gorge. Uh, it was a twist cap, so it was super easy. Try not to spill on our recording apparatus, which is the iPhone. So this is a $30 price point. By the way, that kava that we had for our reception, 10 bucks. Is that right? 10 bucks? 11 bucks. 11 bucks down at Culinary Stone. And, uh, it's an easy drinking sparkler, isn't it? That's the one thing that you didn't hear. We uh, are trying to do a reception wine. We'll kind of throw that out there at the beginning of this little thing, but we're not going to feature it too much. Shelly said, well, that's easy drinking. Okay. I don't need to drink. <laughs> okay. This is a little darker. Much darker. Oh, and it's... Much less translucent. Yes. And it's... Uh, wow. Wow. That's got a little uh, poop stuff on it. I mean, like barnyard. Yep. You getting that? It's like dirt. Really interesting that uh, you wouldn't think of a Washington wine would have that. Tear giggles. Tear kisses. Look at the legs on that. Wow. That tastes like, that that has a taste of a... There's some tannins for sure, right? There's a lot of tannins on that one. But, it, but it's got a little bit but more weight no to oak. it. A little bit more weight to it. Wow. A lot more mm. weight. So this is also 100% Dolcetto. It's funny. We do these. We try to use the same uh, size glass when we're doing side-by-sides. And uh, Shelly just put hers next to the other one. I'm like, don't mix them up. Well, you can't mix them up. The color is so different different that you will be able to tell the difference. And that's the really fun thing about wine, I think, anyway. All essentially estate fruit is what this Dolcetto is from Idiot's Grace. 
uh, the first portion from our own earliest grape planting in Mosier, a corner of the certified organic vineyard that, despite its upland location, is underlain by remarkably sticky glade clay. G-L-E-Y-E-D, glade clay. The balance drawn from a property we helped plant and manage on an old river terrace high on the west side of the Hood River Valley. This, these notes are from a 2015. This is 2017 that we're having. My guess is that they're fairly similar. I couldn't find anything on the 2017. Uh, 13.5 ABV, which is pretty good. So this one has some punch to it. It does. It's. I wouldn't drink a lot of that because I'd be afraid of getting a headache. But the 13.5 is not bad. 13.5 is not bad, but it's the tannins. Um, I was going to say revisit it, but the tannins are still really... Ah. So the Dolcetto uh, grape from the Wikipedia page. Dolcetto is a black Italian wine grape variety widely grown in the Piedmont region of northwest Italy. We had that in the first one. <laughs> the Italian word dolcetto means little sweet one. But it is not certain that the name originally carried any reference to the grape's sugar levels. Uh, it is possible that it derives from the name of the hills where the vine is cultivated. So usually this is a very dry wine for sure. Uh, and this, no, this dolcetto with the 3.8 for residual sugar, it's not a dry wine. Uh, which one? That's the first one? First one from, from Italy. The one from Italy is not dry. The one from Oregon is much drier. Oh, this is... So that one from Italy had a 3.84. Really? Uh, it also wow. has a 13.5 alcohol. Both of these have a 13.5 alcohol, which is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yep, I don't see anything about the RS on this. It was, it was there, right above the alcohol. So this cava you said had a little uh, green apple on it, yeah. Definitely, and this cava was only eleven dollars. So yeah. that's a very good price for a cava. Yep. Surprised that it's in a screw top. Yeah. <laughs> and yet it good. still has bubbles, so that's interesting. Yeah, it is. Um, Going back to the uh, Pecinino, I should not have had the cava just now. Oh. Well, also we should say that the cava is a sparkling wine. We're going to talk more about sparkling wines as we head into the holidays. As we head into the holidays. That's the only thing that makes it the winter. You know, it's so fun, though. When we get the bloody white stuff that you hate so much, it's fun that we can I'll come home with a bottle of wine, and I'll just stick it on the deck in the snow for like 45 minutes, and it's ready to go. That's true. Yeah. So, uh... Every cloud has a silver lining. That's right. Hey, so tell me, which one of these reds do you like? Which one of these dolcettos do you like the best? You can't make anybody upset, because we got all of this wine at the same place. I like them both, but I think the... The one from Oregon could lie down longer, much longer. Yeah. <laughs> and I think the uh, Pecinino from 
Italy, the Pecinino San Luigi Dognani could go well with food right like, now. Like macaroni and cheese? Yeah, like macaroni. So the uh, the Pecinino uh, Dolcetto was a 2000, is a 2018. Mm-hmm. The Idiot's Grace is actually 2017. Mm. And it's interesting, that's a $30 price point versus a $20 price point. So to get it all the way over here from Italy, it's $10 less. But they, I would imagine they make an awful lot of this juice and so they've really got it efficient. Wouldn't, wouldn't you think that's the... I saw how many cases they made, but I can't remember. And uh, Idiot's Grace doesn't make that many. No. Yeah, so for sure, the Pecinino, they'll make a lot of this stuff. And if it shows up in the States, that implies that it makes they make a whole lot. Uh, we're not going to do a social media tip because we're... We're going to take a week off from social media. Yeah. Hey, do you know? Oh, well, a... we could say that captions lead to conversions. Ah, we learned that today, didn't we? No, we learned that from Jen Herman. I meant that the other on day. On Instagram. Uh, let me ask you a quick question. If I were to throw out to you uh, going to Quincy, Washington for a night and staying there after after social media summit would you say yes what's there <laughs> uh cave b oh we can stay in one of those little yurts? i don't know i'm just trying to get us away for a, a night that would be nice and that weekend's gonna be warm the weekend after might be raining so we have somewhere else to go too yeah down in california for my daughter's wedding but uh now they're not even sure that's going to happen with their friends because of the smoke we will keep you updated to that. Uh, wines we tasted this week. I'm going to do a better job at this because this is really important. We had Jones of Washington, Rosé of Syrah, Shelley's favorite, Rutherford Ranch Chardonnay. Yeah, not so much. Apex, the Catalyst Red Blend. That was fantastic. We had that with uh, a ribeye roast, right? Mm-hmm. Is that what we had last night? Chateau Sauvignon Merlot, and we had a 2016 Rodney Strong Russian River Valley Pinot Noir with pork roast. That was really good too. You know what? With a little bit of knowledge, wine becomes a lot less overwhelming. That's true. We will see everyone, not really see them, but we'll kind of see them next week when we talk about some other wine. Have a great weekend. We have news for you. Wine needn't be intimidating or boring either. Let sommelier and wine buyer for the Culinary Stone, Trevor Treller, help you in selecting wines that deliver the best quality to price ratio. The wine regions of the world and our own country can offer up these glorious bang for the buck items and some special occasion premium bottles too. Let us guide you in your search for that perfect bottle of wine. If you have any questions, visit culinarystone.com or simply call 208-277-4160. 
thank you for spending part of your day to wind down with Shelly and Phil. Remember, you can listen to any episode of the Wine Time Fridays podcast by visiting winetimefridays.com or wherever you get your podcasts. And find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for daily wine conversations. We invite you to join us again next week when we have a conversation over another glass of wine. Until then, we toast to health, wealth, abundance, gratitude, peace on earth, and of course, romance.